takes us and we might take this a few times. No, it's all right. It's just a conversation. You know podcasts, right? Yeah. 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 It's just a podcast. But yeah, there's so good. I'm not having sweaty palms at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are talking to the world. Yeah. Just start with your name. What's your name? Well, my name is Sasha. I'm from Serbia, a little small country in Balkans. Seven million of us, I guess. Eight, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm from a small town called Gornji Milanovac, but I spend most of my time in the village, in the hills, mountains, as you wish. Uh, not a lot of people there, I can tell you that. <laughs> and uh, 27th of September last year, I ended up in Cambodia, uh, spent like 10 days in Abu Dhabi before that, spent one night in Vietnam, that didn't end up well. Uh, so I'm now in Cambodia, I guess, uh, working as a teacher in a local school and hanging out with you guys, I guess. <laughs> and you're doing your part in fighting for futures, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know much about that. You don't, and like that's I, the amazing thing about it, is that you don't know much about it from our angle, but you know about it from your own angle. I'm just and trying to help out a bit. But that's all good, I guess. That's what you're supposed to do, man. Like, if you can't make other people around you feel good, well, then you're doing something wrong, I guess. Well, you'll just be unhappy, which we've both realized, I think, as a, a collective unit, that if you're not doing something that is has more purpose with your skill set or with your, you know, with your power, with your superpower, we all have a superpower. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to develop or be more open to a superpower because of this social construct that you grew up in like uh, finish school, get in college, get a good job, get kids, get married, you know, stuff like that, and then you die. Like, where's your life? What did you do for others? Like, what's going to be your legacy kind of thing? Like, I'm kind of living my life and I want to look back and be proud of every single part of it. Like, not just pieces of it, you know, like, and that's helping was something for me that I need to learn how to do. Like, uh, after the war in 99, uh, Serbia was bombarded by NATO for three, four months. Yeah, and that was actually called Operation Merciful Angel or something like that. Like, it's quite the name, I can tell you. They were taking the piss, I guess. But anyhow, uh, after that I got involved uh, with Red Cross. So I was a volunteer and we were, how do you say, dividing the flour for the bread for the people, giving them oil, soap, some clothes and all of these things for every day for a good year or something like that. And I was helping and it's not that I wanted some gratification or uh, any affirmation for what I've done but I wanted to see people happy but I was still giving because of the wrong reasons I guess like there is someone less fortunate than me and I need to give and then I realized after a while that the only purpose of giving is just to give like you need to be content with what you're doing and you don't expect anything in return and it's all good like and once you get into that mindset you can actually perceive it throughout your whole life and everything like it's gonna be more than fine just like helping people wherever you are it doesn't matter who it is how it is like helping a kid with a, overcoming a math problem or helping out people making a project like uh, anything that can help benefit the individual or the community even better is what you're supposed to do I guess I mean we all have our jobs nine to five that kind of thing but that's not who you are that's something that puts money in your pocket and what you do with this money like you can make yourself happy you can get like what free cars but you can only drive one at a time so like don't try to be all this excessive in it kind of thing going on. Indeed. I agree with you. And I just want to make a little side note that just at this very moment as we're sitting here at a park bench, I'm staring at a giant ceramic elephant. And as you were speaking, a woman just walked past us and pointed at your beer can and you nodded and she took it. And there was no talk. There was just a very simple 
definition of exactly what you were saying in that moment. So I just like <laughs> to make a little a side beer, note. Just <laughs> that, a beer was, can. <laughs> that was kind of awesome. No, but the thing is, like, I know that they don't have much, and uh, all these cans, they can get some money off it. So why not, man? Like, I, you don't need an empty can anyhow. <laughs> like, and you know what? I think it's some people wouldn't even know how to respond to just that nod of the head with, you know, a lot of people in, in my culture, especially especially in my culture, um, you know, they, they take things a certain way or they're not sure how to take them. And, and in Cambodia, I feel like more people allow others to be because of the situation of maybe not having so much. You really don't know what it is to have much. So having what you have is good enough because you're here and you have it. And of course, striving for more, but... Is, no. is, you know, everyone wants to strive for more, which, perfect segue, is how did you end up out of your village in Serbia? How did you get a passport? How did you do all that? That seems like with a war and all this, I mean, I don't know much about Serbia, but I do know No, it used to be. It, it used to be really uh, hard during uh, the 90s. Like, there was, uh, I mean, two civil wars, like with Bosnia and Croatia. We had a lot of turmoil inside, like, back in 96, 97 with uh, Milosevic and whatnot. But all in all, like, uh, after a while, we got, like, this democratic uh, government, and after a while, we got these Schengen visas and all of this, so, like, we get to travel a little bit. But the thing is, like, not a lot of people can actually afford to travel. So I actually uh, met some people, really good people. They were really kind towards me, and a friend of mine was already here. He actually hitchhiked from Serbia to Cambodia. Like, he was traveling with his girlfriend through... Uh, Turkey, Iran, uh, Pakistan, uh, they went to Sri Lanka, they went to all these places, India, and uh, I think it was 2nd of May, he calls me like, dude, I'm in Cambodia, <laughs> like, okay, tell me everything about in Cambodia, because I was working two shifts in two bars, like, not much <laughs> life going on besides that, and he started talking about these tuk-tuks, and he explained it, it's like a chariot with a motorbike, <laughs> like, okay, I need to come and see this thing. And then a friend of mine was working for Etihad. She put me on the flying list. Uh, so basically, I got really cheap ticket. And What's here, a like, flying list? Flying list is uh, every uh, stewardess or a pilot has a flying list like uh, of your siblings or your friends that you can put on the list, and they can travel for like 10% oh, of like the Oh, like a companion whole. flight. Yeah, so something like that. I, okay. I, yeah, sorry. English is still a second oh, language no, no. kind of thing. <laughs> that's, that's perfect. I'm just curious because... So I came here and it was quite a culture shock for me, like all these things that I saw on the street and all this, like, I, I know Serbia is not all that well, but I never saw poverty as here. I never saw homeless people like this here. I never saw people not being able to have wheelchairs or any kind of, how would you say, aid for walking or uh, doing anything, like a lot of amputees, like they have uh, this landmine victims and all these things. And like, it, it was quite a shock. And then you start giving because you can, and you're just trying to help someone through the day, I guess. I, I don't think I have enough power to do that on a, a prolonged term kind of thing, like for a long period of time. I mean, I have all these kids around me that I'm buying them ice creams and everything, but that, that's not going to help them all that much. But, hey, it's for a day, I guess, kind of thing. I feel like it'll teach them how to also give yeah. if they can see somebody that's not of their yeah but then again that's a bit tricky in Cambodia also but see True. for the first time I didn't give them anything because if they get how would I say used to it used to it uh, that a white person is going to give them things for free there are some people who are going to take advantage of that unfortunately especially in Cambodia there is a lot of 
pedophiles, a lot of uh, sex parts kind of thing going on. Indeed. And I don't want to put any kid in harm's way. So, but basically, I know all of the families of these kids, and they hang around my place and all of these things. So it's like once the people know you, the whole neighborhood knows me as a teacher and just like a random barang that can speak a little bit of my, I guess. So that's when you can actually start to, how do you say, um, implement yourself in the community. Like it takes time. There is a rite of passage as much as I care. Like you need to be good with these people and then you learn about their lives. And uh, one thing that I really hate about people here, like white people who are trying to help or doing something like uh, they go to orphanages, they give money, they take photos. Like, dude, this is not a museum. Like, you first need to talk to a person from an orphanage. You ask them what they need, and you need to be actually, how do you say, engaged with the story. Like, you mm -hmm. don't just bring candies and whatnot. Like, maybe they need uh, something else, something that they can actually use, like pencils or mm -hmm. notebooks. Like, I'm not talking about anything big. Of course, mm -hmm. they all need bicycles and this and that. And like, you don't need toys. They don't need your shoes. They don't like. They can't fit in the goddamn shoes. They're small. You know, like, you're just giving something for this. Like, how about you think about it a little bit? You know. And they always say this line that it's like, I really hate this condescending tone, like, oh, they are so happy with what little they have. What is he sp supposed to do? Like, you're pushing your own Western agenda on them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, oh, I just have this iPhone, I don't have the better one. Like, oh, I, my life is dreadful or something like that. Nah, man, like, what is he supposed to roll over and die? Of course, he's seeing positive things in life. He likes to smile, he likes to have fun, he likes to sing, dance, all these things that you like, he just perceives it in another manner because he never had plenty to be really depressed when he doesn't have anything. You can't miss something you don't have. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, like, uh, he probably would be happier if he had a washing machine or, I don't know, running water or electricity on a daily basis. You know, like, don't give this condescending tone. You know, like, why are you putting them under? Because if they are not having anything, that doesn't mean they're, he's a less of a person. You know, like, and I understand that. That's the social construct I was, we were talking about early on. Because if, like, you're measured by what you have, like, what you put on yourself, like, you can always buy other things. But that's not gonna fulfill these gaps inside of you, like these spiritual things that you can find, or just spirit. I don't like this spirit, two and a half dollar spiritualism, like self-help books, never worked for me. How is it self-help if you read other people's words, you know? I always thought that interaction with other people is going to bring you somewhere. That's interesting. Like, I talk to people, like, okay, how I met you guys. Last year you were doing this gig at Simone's, so I met your girl, Adrian. Uh, after the, she had this a cappella solo thing going on, fucking took me by surprise I can tell you that like I really am into music and we spoke a few lines after that we were talking about Immortal Technique like and she told me oh I saw that dude he's fucking amazing shit like that like like you know when you like just connect with someone and it's all about the energy like mm -hmm. you, usually you have these performers and they're all like hey I need my time after the concert like uh, can you just like leave me be and shit like that like no this girl was like fuck yeah talking this and that I think I bought your CD and then I got this, uh, how do you say, business card. Mm -hmm. So I had you guys on Facebook and I've been seeing what you guys are doing. And uh, like when you went to Nepal helping people, like that was like, yeah, I need to write to them. I actually didn't. <laughs> and then I saw you guys coming here again. And then I saw Adrian again, like, fuck off, you're here again. Like I've been following you guys for the past year and all the shit that you've done, man. Like, yeah, I think after this, you went to Thailand and you had some issues with this girl that you were trying to pull off from this sex traffic and shit and that was something like I'm not quite sure that I would have the balls to do it man like and I come from a really tough place like here it's I, I no really like and when you see all these people that are trying to change something like yeah I can do that like I'm trying gonna try even more like that kind of thing like everybody has their own fight but you can always do something for other people just like passing by and leaving 
a piece of your experience to enrich someone else's I think that's all about that you know like it's not about I don't know we can always say oh I studied good school and I'm doing this job but you're not your school you're not your job you are what you do you are what you say and sometimes it's hard to express yourself I understand that and you shouldn't be judged by your words solely like words can be just words you know but what you do is what counts and I saw you guys doing a really cool thing so that's why we're talking right now I guess <laughs> well I think it's really amazing that when you're traveling how lucky we are to be able to meet people who do have this mentality that utilizing your again superpowers whatever they may be to do something for another person on a daily basis is just kind of like I mean if someone was to sit down with us who knows Adrian and I and then they listen to the way you're speaking they would think that we like interjected our words into you some of the things you're <laughs> saying are exact exactly what we say and exactly how we feel and exactly how we want to be living our lives and how we are living our lives regardless of money or the restraints that people try to put on us because of the situation any situation that is but it's just that's that's the really powerful thing about travel and that's also one thing I really want to convey with you know conversations like these the on location with cruise episodes is that it's okay to travel it's okay to do whatever you want to do especially if you are in the most craziest of situations you can get out of them somehow you can figure out a way you can meet people if you know what you want to do you can pursue that and be okay and that's by talking to you and other people that have the same mentality is what we really want to let others know that there are more people out there and it's cool to be okay like it's cool to be okay with who you are it's okay absolutely, absolutely. figure it out get what you want to get there's always a way and someone's always there to help including people like you and I and no, Adrian and our organization absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I will tell you one thing like uh, when it came to all these uh, let's say things of the soul and everything I never actually understood the concept of it okay I uh, it's uh, how do you say uh, egoistic to say that you're well read I am well read but the thing is like I've been reading about Dalai Lama I've been reading about Buddhism Taoism all these things and somehow it didn't felt right with me why because I'm trying to copy something I can't even sketch so and being all into hardcore punk when I was growing up there is one hero that I have from Black Flag Henry Rollins uh, he's a hero to me like this guy he had one gig with Black Flag as a singer. Next day they call him. He flew away from Washington to uh, California to start being the singer. And I think that's a lot of dedication. And he spoke about it. He has this thing, uh, spoken word that he does. And he speaks in my language. Like he's really fierce, really tough. But how he perceives the world is something like he doesn't go trying to be all deep and profound. Like he just says what he sees. And he, then again, it reminds me of a lot of other heroes that I have like you have Ernest Hemingway you have Herman Melville like all like uh, all these things like I always Im imagine Ahab when I have a tough time like being a captain of a boat on a storm like now everything that you learn you need to apply and you need to keep your cool and through Henry Rollins he, he had this uh, rivalry let's say like that with uh, Iggy Pop but he said this one line before this concert came up like uh, you want to do a concert in Finland like fuck yeah like why I never been to Finland so when they told hey, me, Dad. like, uh, you want to come to Cambodia? Like, fuck yeah, like, why? I've never been to Cambodia, man. Like, I've never been to India. And I, like, I read all these books about Cambodia, but once you're here, like, what goddamn books? Like, you can't learn the experience through books. Like, you need to be there. Like, it will help. It will help. I'm not saying, like, books are bad or anything. But being on the ground, like, actually Experiences seeing everything is, like, everything. amazing, amazing thing. And you meet all these different people. Like, in Serbia, we have this cloud of negativity kind of thing going on like the people I used to hang out with like we are all somehow feeling unused like without purpose 
Like, we don't know what we are actually supposed to do because, again, social construct. We all finish college, finish master's studies. What now, man? Like, I don't feel that I'm going to do political science work. Like, what am I supposed to do? The only time I was actually genuinely stoked about waking up and going in bed all excited was while I was doing charity work with Red Cross. So I get to do this here. Like, I do five days a week normal work. Then I can work in an orphanage, help out, do anything. Like, I can sweep the orphanage. I can clean. I don't know. Like, if you have anything else that I can help with, I'm down. Like, I don't care what it is as long as it helps. Like, I don't have to be... Uh, director of something and like everybody needs to listen to me kind of thing like nah man I just want to help you on your way like that kind of thing you know and actually teaching you something is really important like people usually just hand you things over and you don't understand what somebody did for you in a way like here's some money and you don't understand what somebody needs to go through to get this money and if you can teach people like especially orphanage children the value of money because everybody's giving them money and once they don't get adopted or they need to be on the street after a while like orphanage can't take care of them what are you going to do beg no i'm not going to teach you how to beg i'm going to teach you to have some skills like it doesn't matter like i can teach you political science i don't know how much you can apply that but i have friends that can teach you how to cut hair i can uh, show you how to fix a bike i can show you some things that you can actually have a decent job and have a purpose and be proud of what you do because I think a lot of people don't understand a hard day of work principle. Like, you can take pride in your work, man. Like, you can have love for it. Like, anything. You know, like, that's what I'm... I, I think I got lost in this story a little bit, but sorry, I'm getting emotional Please, right now. no, I, I enjoy listening. It's... You're right on track. You're right on track. No, and you said, like, uh, that a lot of people, like, fighting for futures, this thing that you have, uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to diss or anything, but... I think after traveling a little bit and you get to like actually be alive in your, how do you say this, like, yeah, we are all living, but you're not quite being alive once you, like, until you experience all this shit, uh, all these things. And after a while, you're going to meet these great people and you're going to strive taking something from them and you can take the drive, you can take this fire and you can carry this fire. So basically, I don't know much about fighting for futures, really, I don't, but you're good people and there are other good people and once like you start traveling i think you can actually comprehend what somebody's trying to say like i heard all these people talking about good energy positive energy at the parties and there's always one dude with dreadlocks like being all high on mushrooms and whatnot like dude energy man and the universe and like go <laughs> fuck yourself man like really like you're not saying anything like you you read it in a book you, you're just high on mushrooms man. like you don't have this experience like that like you're trying to be all hippie and whatnot, or what? You know, like, you're trying too hard to be cool. It's okay not to be cool. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be depressed. You're in, that's who you are right now. And you're, like, you're working process. And it's okay, man. You know, like, a well, lot we of people... were saying this is perfect. I want to segue into that. One of the main points I want to touch on is that the other night we had a conversation while we were out. And it was about the fact that we are all fucked up in some way. We do have an issue or a past or a darkness and the way we utilize that darkness and flip it into something that can be more, just more, period, more light, more present, more helpful to someone else or yourself. And, and recognize when, like, it's okay to be an asshole, but what the cool part is, is that if you come back afterwards and can pinpoint why you were an asshole and maybe reflect on the emotion that caused that, that happened maybe 13, 15 years ago, and then look at yourself and say, you know what? 
uh, maybe next time I don't want to treat people like that. Yeah, because that's you know the thing. What? That's the thing. Yeah, I don't want to be treated absolutely. like that either. So, like, that's a huge thing. And we were talking about that. So, just if you could give me a little of your perspective on that. Yeah, absolutely. But, okay, I, I heard this guy talking about you can think your way into depression. And I started thinking about it, like you can think your way into depression. And I started thinking about depression because in the mountains where I'm from, you say you're depressed, somebody's gonna smack you and like, here's a shovel, go dig a hole or something like that. Like, we don't have time to be depressed. Like, we don't talk much about emotions and all of this. But after a while, like I go. So basically I started thinking, you can think your way into depression, yes. So uh, you can actually think your way into greatness also into something happy and I know this is going to sound really cliche thing going on like think happy thoughts how about you try to treat people the way you want to be treated yeah we all get angry it's okay to say you're sorry you know like we all make mistakes it's okay to make mistakes like that's something that nobody teaches you mm -hmm. like all the great people made mistakes you think like I don't know Moby Dick came out of one like hour of writing or something like this guy had to struggle with himself or like for a long period of time to write something like that. Hemingway also, anything that you touch, like you guys do music, how many times you fail? I mean, I, I tried to do st stand-up comedy, dude, I bombed. <laughs> like, I come there and like, awesome. nobody's laughing, like, yeah, but it's okay to fail, it's okay, but one thing, fail forward, fail forward. Oh, and amen. That kind of thing, like, you know, like, uh, that's what I believe, it's courage, it's this drive that you have, like, it's going from failure to failure, without losing your ambition man like you push on it you do your thing you just keep pushing grinding is the easiest thing you need to like you get to do grind every day you try to do something new try to keep like keep it all in positive perspective like we were actually watching this lizard <laughs> like before we started this interview and he failed a few times to get on the wall and now I'm just like thinking animals can get depressed the same way as people do and we get to ask all these dumb questions to ourselves like am I really a human Am I really deserving of this life? And I think tigers also do the same thing. Like, am I really a tiger? You know, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, that's when you need to figure it out. Like, you need to get over that wall. And after a while, you're going to figure out there is no wall. It's only you standing on your own path. The only person that you need to compare yourself to is your past self. Like, okay, I've been here already. I can be depressed about it. Like, oh, I didn't do this. Try again. How many times you failed to... Like, how many times you fell down while driving a bicycle, when you started riding a bicycle? Fail many times, and then, like, I remember I was falling like, dude. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you get back on that bike, you get back to that book, like, uh, but the point with people is, like, I'm always failing writing class. Well, you never fucking tried to write. You never practiced. Of course you're going to fail. It's not God-given. Like, oh, I just take a piece of paper and write, write whatever I want and I need to pass. Like, nah, man, you need to put effort in. And that's something that, again, nobody tells you. You need to put effort in, you know, and then you're going to get something back. Like, it's what you give, you, it's what you get. I know it's all like cliche thing, but that, like, it's actually like that. You need to put effort in. Things mm -hmm. will come back consecutive effort you know like I, I was talking to Adrian a while ago and she said like oh this wealth this uh, and I said money no 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 wealth can be in many ways and yeah actually she reminded me it's not all about the paper it's not all about the money it's like meeting new people changing experiences all of that and I want to hear about other people failure not that's going to enrich me like oh I'm better than you like these people failed and they still are doing it like I should learn something from that it's okay mm. if you fail mm -hmm. it's okay to fall it's okay but just get back up man i like love you that you said fall fail forward fail forward that's incredible that needs to be a hashtag maybe this will be called that <laughs> fail forward 
What no. you think, Sanzala? I know you can cut this out. Um, yeah, I think that you're. I think you're a wonderful person, and I'm so glad that I was able to, first of all, link back up with you after a first meeting, and second of all, you agreeing to do this interview because uh, that's really. No, it's I mean, all good. <laughs> you know, everybody needs a perspective, and the fact that you're from a small village in the middle of Serbia and you have this perspective just proves what Adrian and I believe to the hundredth millionth percent, and that's that. A few good people, it only takes one. You know, a few good people can make the difference that they want to see. And if you do act that every day, it's not going to happen in that moment maybe or in 10 moments or maybe 30 moments. But you don't doesn't mean you don't go after 31 moments or 32 moments and, and keep making those moments until eventually, you know, we all seek attention. Absolutely. We seek that attention and that, that, that you want to know that what you're doing is fucking liked and loved. And, and when we don't get that, we want to be angry. But I think that... What I'm learning how to do and what I know the people around me who have greatness in them is, are learning to do each and every day is to flip that. And you make that goodness right out of the mud that it came from. And it's Absolutely. so it's so empowering to meet people like you. And I just want to know for finally the last thing for this is can you tell me one of your most interesting, it can be scary or it can be awesome stories or you can do both if you'd like, um, interesting stories since you've been here in Cambodia and from Serbia. Let me think, let me think. Sure. <laughs> Any order is fine and you can take as much time as you need. We have editing software. This doesn't sit here for 20 minutes. Uh, that's a tough one, man. Uh, You've told me quite a few good stories already. <laughs> I did, but... <laughs> that's like, why right I was like, I'm let you right. choose because I could bring up a few, but, you know, we're going to let you, you handle which one. <laughs> I think I'm blank right now. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> well, I thought the story about Angelina Jolie was kind of cool. If you oh, want yeah, to tell yeah, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's actually the greatest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like uh, last year, I had to borrow a pack of smokes for my birthday. Like I need to borrow money for it. And this year, I met this guy called Jake, and he's a movie producer. Uh, he does movies with the kids. He made a uh, short movies with like seven or eight of them to like with his students he asked me if I want to be in one of his movies like well I never made a movie so why not you know that kind of attitude I actually think I shouldn't have done it because it's like three months of this really energy draining thing like I never thought like when you whenever you hear actors are getting like 20 million dollars for a role you pay him that money like it's it's something like you need to become someone else and I was this angry guy I was angry for like first five takes, but like I'm not angry anymore, man. I just want like, I want my teddy bear and I want to sleep. Like, I don't care about anything yet. Anyhow, we wrapped it up back in March. Uh, we had a small birthday party for me. And last week, Saturday, we had a big screening, like a uh, world premiere, if you can call it like that, uh, Cambodian short film festival. So we came all there and like watching the movie. And before it started, the whole festival, they said that oh, we need to wait. Like, why do I need to wait to see my movie? Like, play my goddamn movie. I want to see this thing, you know? Because of the special guest. And Angelina Jolie shows up. And, like, I was in the same room with Angelina Jolie saying that she loved our movie. I mean, it's not that I got introduced to her or talked to her or anything. Like, she probably said to that for every movie, but I was there. She told that to me as much as I care. Like, after that, like, you start thinking, like, I am from Serbia. Last year I had nothing. Now I have Angelina Jolie in the same room saying that she loves my movie. I'm surrounded by all these new great people around me. After that we went to LGBT party. I met you guys again after a year. It's like 
life will give you things. You just need to like be a little bit patient and things will come. It was amazing, really amazing. And then what's the lowest point? Lowest point in Serbia, I guess. Uh, or it could be lowest point in Cambodia. I don't know. Is... I think it was like I got into college and I didn't have money to put myself through college. And that kind of connects you with all these bad things. And I was hungry for well, for quite some time. My front four teeth up started to rot without food and whatnot. And I, I don't know. Like I, had, I met this girl. She was great towards me. And after a while, I was just starting to grind, just to push, like take all this pain aside, take all this deprivation of spirit, take all this hunger aside, take all the bad things aside, like what's going to get me through this? And then I realized that the only thing, the easiest thing you can do is grinding, like just sometimes you can't do anything, but you need to be there, like hope, like a lot of fucking hope, I can tell you that. And just like get up every morning and do your thing. Like I literally didn't have time to be depressed. I was working in a nightclub until like 5 a.m. I would grab like a bagel after that and I would go to college, pass an exam, go pass out, go get up, do my shift again until 5 a.m., had another exam and all these things. Like you just keep pushing and things will come. I couldn't see that. I really didn't see the light of the end of the tunnel and stuff like that. After two years, it started giving me some results. Like, I actually managed to finish my college. And, like, everybody was really proud of me, but I wasn't. I didn't still, I was still in this drive. Like, uh, this is just the beginning of what I need to do. Now I want master studies. Then I want to travel. I want to do things with my life. Like, I could be stuck there and, like, selling cocaine and weed and just be whatever. Like, work in a bar all my life or doing anything stupid that I'm not going to be happy with. Like, I'm going to take my spirit and my soul above anything else. Like... Yeah, I love my family. I'm not with them right now. I'm trying to help them as much as I can. That will pay off. Everything will come. But you need to be in peace with yourself. I found my peace to a point. I'm still wanting to do a lot of things. And I don't know. I don't know if that sounded all right. That's <laughs> perfect. But I'd like to point out two things. One, when we started that first part of that conversation, we started about your lowest point, And somehow you ended up speaking about getting out of that lowest point which is amazing to me because <laughs> sorry about that that was no that's not a sorry at all that's incredible that's that just shows your character and number two yeah we're never you're 100% correct we never ever stop searching for the greatness within ourselves especially when you have this mentality I've realized that we are a we're a we're a gang. We're a gang. <laughs> no more gangs. No more gangs, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Don't think of that. Think of another, you know, idea of a gang. But we are a yeah. gang of people. The thing is, is that we're all broke up and placed all over the world. Of course. Of and course. somehow we all have, we're all united by this one similar thought that if I wrote it down in a book right now and handed it to those 13 people before, or 20 people that I meet, or 50, or however many I get to meet, because I'm finding them piece by piece. And that's what on location is with... Uh, on location with cruises is that that I'm finding these people one by one. If I can't get them on my my little podcast here with Push Mania, then I will get them in some other way, just so that I remember them in my own mind and heart. But we all say the same thing. Like it's like it's rehearsed. It's like we all read a page out of a book about how we feel about and especially how hard we are on ourselves. Like that's huge. Like to know that you're always going to want to do more and to make one goal and you go after that but that goal seemingly turns into another goal without any end in sight 
You just have massive goals for your whole life, and you're looking back, or actually never looking back, like, yo, what did I, you know, you're not looking back on your accomplishments, you're only looking forward, like, I need to get more, do more of this, or, do, you know, accomplish another thing I'd like to do, so you've expressed all of those things, and Adrian and I, especially if people know us, know this is exactly how we feel, and exactly, I mean, it's almost to the T, it's pretty stupid and scary, almost cliche, like you were saying, really. <laughs> like, it's quite cliche, but fuck it, let's, maybe that's why cliches are cliche, because they're real. I don't know about that, but I think you, what you guys doing, when you talk about other people, it's really really something because you see while I, when I started pushing and everything and being the person that I am today you get looked down and people just taking the piss out of you like Yo, you're just helping some people and shit like what the fuck are you doing with your life you can always come back home it's okay you don't have to do this you don't have to grind we have this we have that and once you come you know what fuck it let's put it like this like I doubt myself I really do from time to time, I'm sitting, like, lying on my bed, staring at one spot and, like, am I doing the right thing? And then you guys show up and, like, yeah, now I'm sure that I need to keep doing this. And then, again, you meet all these other people from all over the world and you're giving the same notion to them. Like, I don't believe in God, but, like, kind of God bless you thing going on. Like, really, I appreciate you guys. Fuck load. <laughs> really. <laughs> mm. The feeling is 100% mutual, and we're just in this to find those pocket of people, whether we do that together at one point and then separately. But we got this, ultimately. Like, it's, it's clear. It's clear by this conversation and many more that I'll have and that I already have had. And I'm really grateful that you were able to speak to the people that we know out there. So thank you. And is there anything you want to say before you go? Do you have a website or you want to nah, promote anything nah. you care about? Um, uh, shout out to anybody, your mom, like anybody. Nah, I'm you okay. Know? <laughs> I don't know much about uh, shouting out. Maybe we don't do a Western yeah. Western closures <laughs> of interviews as we do in Okay, Houston. if Henry Rollins hears this, I want an autograph, man. Like, I really do want one. Like, I fucking love you guys. <laughs> All right, Henry Rollins. Um, this... This is going to have to happen, buddy. So get Sasha a little thing. You can send it to our project manager, Matt Sanzala's house. He accepts mail for us on behalf of Fighting for Futures. My name is Felicia Cruz. This is On Location with Cruz. And we are in Phnom Penh, Cambodia right now. Shout out to Push and Mania Podcast for allowing this outlet and, and uh, being our producer. So, ciao. You shouldn't say ciao in Cambodia. Ciao means thief. Oh, see, you can get that, fucked up about that shit. A, I can tell you that's that. a perfect outlet. This is the perfect outro right Fuck now. Thirty-four minutes, <laughs> Fuck <Yeah>. off! <laughs> All right, what should I say then? Akuncharan. 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 Yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs>